Welcome to Machine Learning. Okay, today what I'm going to show is um, I'm going to show XGBoost food prices versus copper and how it affects the uh, consumer price index or how inflation was the culprit. Okay, so in 2019, something major happened in the commodities market. So we were looking at things like in the commodities, we we're looking at meat, sugar, oils, cereals, dairy, and oil. And everything was moving fairly flat. But then in 2019, um, the money supply suddenly accelerated. There was a huge uh, percentage change in the money supply. And it wasn't a consistent, it was just a sudden burst. And what happened was that the Fed became a lender of last resort. Uh, in other words, there was a huge bailout in the commercial bank market, uh, causing a surge in M1 money. Okay, so the way I discovered this is um, I was looking at the World Institute for Food Prices, and I was looking at food prices and what I noticed is that um, there wasn't a lot of change. Well, so I wanted to do is uh, compare food prices to copper uh, and see how they correlated. And so I got the copper uh, prices from Yahoo and used their copper and oil future prices and then did a merge. And so what I did is I, I wanted to convert everything by month so I, I built a function called convert date and then I I took the uh, date which was the index and I mapped that to the function convert date and so that returned a year dash month and then using the year dash month uh, string I was able to join copper to uh, oil and then also to the food index because the food index was also on a uh, year month, uh, year and month string. And I called that year, uh, date underscore year underscore month. Okay, so now that I have the data there, um, I wanted to, to, and I joined then to the oil. So now I get, I have oil, copper, and the food index, which would be meat, dairy, cereals, oil, sugar, and cooking oils. And then I'm, I'm looking now at copper, uh, high and low, open, and volume, and uh, copper, open, low, volume. Okay, so now once I have this, I want to look at the M1 money supply. So I went to the St. Louis Fed site, and I was able to download uh, M1 SL, and that's M M M1 Money Supply. So that's what that stands for: is mon Money Supply. And that, and so what happens is the Fed, uh, when they loans money, it has to go to the Treasury. It it prints money uh, under the authorization of the Treasury, and that then. Uh, increases the money supply and creates inflation. So what we saw was a, a huge 
huge increase in the money supply, which was is now directly in impact is on inflation. And I'll show you the uh, the consumer price index, which I downloaded also from the Fed site, and it uh, it was called CPI AU CSL. And what that stands for is uh, Consumer Price Index of All Areas. Okay, so I also convert that then inflation into day, year, month, and then I was able to do my merge and I do an inner join. So everything's interjoined and now I've got all this data. So now once I have the data, I'm gonna run it through and I wanna look at things as they accumulate. So I can do the accumulation, I used a $1,000 uh, accumulation so I take a thousand dollars that that's actually just a constant so we don't have to necessarily say it's an investment uh, it's a constant it could be one but what I'm looking at is how things are accumulating so I will look at copper accumulation oil accumulation meat sugar oil cereals dairy and M1 supply so once I do that then I can uh, plot that out and that's what I did is I plotted out uh, my money supply so here you can see that the money supply had a, a huge acceleration in accumulation and but the copper uh, stayed fairly flat but then you see this uh, uh, gradual acceleration in copper and that's indicated is an indicator that inflation is occurring and you also see the other commodities meat sugar oil cereals and dairy and they seem to uh, to be more responsive to inflation than copper. So they have a, a faster acceleration and they're more directly impacted by the increase in money supply than copper. So you ask the question, why is that, why is that trend happening? Well, copper has to do with uh, using industry, industry magnetic motors um, and also for your electrical wiring. So the the increase in construction did accelerate but not at at the speed that um, things were accelerating in the food index and so things were becoming more ex expensive uh, but not and houses weren't being built at the same acceleration rate that the prices were increasing for food so that's what that means so you can see again when i just uh, plot out percent change everything's moving pretty flat pretty uh, you know you have some highs and lows in the commodity market you see the sudden surge in uh, per, in the money supply and then after that you see this kind of amplifying wave that's being built uh, due to inflation and and so it looks like actually as I look at the percentages there was in 2021 it looks like there there were some real strong reactions to the money supply and there's some sharp corrections in upward price percentage change uh, and then it slowed down but that doesn't mean percentage change just talking about acceleration it doesn't talk about the final impact uh, on on the uh, prices that that would be uh, demonstrated in a cumulative all right I did a I did a, a scatter plot with uh, copper and oil to see how oil prices were being affected. So as copper prices got more expensive, 
there was a direct correlation to oil prices. So oil prices got more expensive and um, that also money supply. So the three were correlated, copper, oil, and money supply. Uh, as things got more expensive and money supply increased, seemed to be affected. So that's what the scatter plot uh, shows. So next thing I did was I built a box plot for copper, oil, uh, WTI, money supply. And what I found is that the median, meaning uh, the mid-range, was low on copper, low on oil, and extremely low on money supply. So what that meant was, for the most part, um, copper didn't change too much, and it and the median um, was was low, and then there was when money supply increased, there was acceleration in the inter uh, inter range and the upper range, which would represent the top 75 percentiles so from 25 percentile 75 percentile so in that from the median to the top percentile there was a rapid acceleration and then there's the top the outlier portion is uh, bar was a lot higher indicating that there was acceleration in copper so it wasn't just a, a small acceleration there was a large acceleration that for the most part the mean uh, median um, didn't represent. So th when you see those those large uh, from the 75 percentile to the upper range and that's a large bar, that means that there's uh, been a strong acceleration in copper. Same with the oil WTI, strong acceleration. And the big catch is money supply, 5,000 to about 20,000 and the 75 percentile up in the 70. 17,000 range, which means that um, that the money supply uh, was increase was enormous. Okay, so then what I do is I just take all my accumulations, my oil, my meat, sugar, oils, cereal, dairy, and M1 supply, and then use that to predict copper. And I put that into a XG re regressor and Put 200 as my N estimators, sampling 0.45, learning rate 0.2, and my seed value. I'll, I'll use my train test split on my data, uh, which has been created here using my X and Y components and uh, train test split. And then I do my test data, put my test data in uh, for copper, and then check to see what the prediction is. And so you can see the prediction is uh, slightly lower or fairly close. I'd say actually fairly close to test. So the accuracy seems to be pretty good. And then the last thing I did was um, I, I map out the effect of the money supply increase in 2019 on the consumer price index. And so you can see that consumer price index accelerates exponentially. And then um, if you look at the distribution, so what I did is I divided the um, consumer price index into 10 bins. And what I did is I just did the min-max, get the min-max value, divided it by 10. That gives me an interval, or actually five, uh, that should be 10 there. That's a mistake there, but it should be 10. And, 
then once I have that interval, I cycle over each interval piece and multiply it and then get my range and then uh, use those ranges uh, to in my histogram to plot it out. And what we see is the CPI is skewed right. And what that means is that the CPI wasn't changing much and then there was um, a sudden acceleration in the CPI values and so that represents then these uh, sudden surges in the larger counts in these uh, higher CPI range. And so that's what that, that indicates. So uh, you can look at the histogram to, to measure acceleration and you can also use some of these bar plots to measure acceleration. So in short, what I'm saying is that the, what we're seeing in inflation right now is due directly not to oil because oil, copper, and, and um, food indexes are directly, we're, we're staying fairly flat, so the oil wasn't causing a problem. But in 2019, when the Fed in increased the money supply, it caused rapid inflation.